Washington, D.C. at the White House, I thought that would be the proper place to bring my thought about peace because the need for it lives in the heart of every human being, hawk or dove. We really want peace, and I don't mean just an absence of war. I mean peace in our daily movements. Seems so elusive, though. Not only personal peace, but world peace. I know, but if we could try for personal peace, try to not just be a peacemaker, be a peace bringer. Bring it with you. Bring the idea of I'm not going to do something wild with my hands to somebody who cuts in front of me in a car. That alone, just to control oneself alone. And let that car go in front of you instead of playing a game of chicken, which I do. I know it's terrible. And then curse, and your heart gets all of it. Oh, I know, and it gets so mad. And your body, and your digesting it. I don't do obscene gestures, though, because that's really dangerous. Well, I mean... I just go like this. Oh, but see, that could be different. Depends on what culture you come from. Yeah, exactly. That could be even worse. So, obviously, you try to have peace yourself, but you want to have have it sort of reach out to countries all over the world and I don't know do you think that's possible yes it is possible if it wasn't possible I would just really give up everything I would stop we used to sing this song in choir Um, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Let it begin with me. You know, there's there's a quote and, and memes going around talking about be the change that you want to see in the world. Be the change. And I submit to us that in this not not necessarily the error. The era, the the era, the the time that we're in right now is bigger than this. The world system is set up to be an unpeaceful place. So in this place that we live in called Earth, be the peace that you want to see. I really need to to felt like I needed to make this particular episode. There's so many people that I love, people that I know, people that I barely know, who are just living with storms in their heart, who are uneasy, who are angry, who are tired, who are sick, who are suffering from unrest. We got to talk about peace. And the peace that passes this season of Christmas, the peace that passes our situations and our realities, the peace that passes all understanding. How do we bring it? As Maya said, if we don't have it to give, I'm going to share a few tips, a few things that I've learned over the years to help me protect and prioritize my peace. I hope you receive it. 
I hope you receive it. And here's another P for you. It's a practice. (laughs) And it's also a process, right? It's a practice and a process. But you know what? It starts within. It starts within. This is episode seven of Consider the Lilies, featuring yours truly, Pastor Shauna Barbie Tyus, protecting and prioritizing your peace. This is Consider the Lilies. Because, hey, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that peace is not an easy thing to obtain. It's not an easy thing to obtain. And I know that there are many of us suffering from a lack of peace. So I hope this helps you. I hope one thing that is said today helps you. Um, I lost count. I, I might be giving you guys about 24, 25 um, tips um, to prioritize and protect your peace. Um, If I've miscounted, charge it to my head and not my heart. The first one, you want to quickly, quickly, I mean right now, identify the peace thieves in your life. All right. Peace thieves, thieves, people, things, stuff that comes to seal your peace, right? What we watch, what we listen to, who we interact with, take inventory. There, there is something that you engage in or someone who you engage with that generally leaves you in an unpeaceful state. Think about that and identify them. And we're going to talk a little bit later about what to do with them. Identify peacemakers, right? So we talked about the peace thieves. Now we want to identify those people in our lives who come in, those things, those smells, those places, those sounds, scenery, experiences. Get more of the peace makers. All right. Three, fix the cracks. What does that mean? What are the areas of your life that you have some trouble in, right? Those areas that give you anxiety, those things in your life, those areas that need fixing. Let me tell you guys, before we get really, really deep into this, peace and protecting it and obtaining it, it takes work. 
All right. If you if your debt gives you unrest, you're going to have to put the work in and fix it. All right. I call those the cracks. Seal up those cracks. Fix that. Repair your life. It's a process. Repairing your life is a process. But I'd rather find peace and joy in the process of repairing my life than for me to just sit here and know that it's, that it's broken, know that it needs repair, and have the anxiety from not doing the work. All right? If it's your weight, start working on your weight little by little. Credit, debt, your house, actual repairs that you need to make in your vehicle, in your house. Start it. Start that process of fixing the cracks. It'll give you peace that you that you was a big girl, a big boy, and you actually put your foot down and say, you know what, I'm going to tackle this. All right, listen, you've got to schedule quiet time in a quiet place. And you got to do that daily. Schedule it. Um, I, I, I'm so excited to finish up this season talking to none other than my hubby-wubby, Dr. James E. Tyus II. And he is going to close out the first season of Consider the Lilies talking about defending your calendar. Schedule quiet time, downtime in your calendar. And guess what? You need to defend it. Nothing, nobody else gets in that space. Can you do an hour? Maybe not. Maybe you need to start off with 15 minutes and do that several times a day. All right. Number five, eat peaceful foods, foods that don't require a lot of prep, a lot of cooking, teas, citrus fruits, foods that are rich in antioxidants, avocados, almonds, mushrooms, I'm not a nutritionist, but let me tell you, I've made changes in my diet and what I have put on the inside of my body is showing up on the outside and working all the way through me in so many different ways. Research it. You look it up. What foods give you joy? All right. Not that temporary joy. And then afterwards you feel horrible about it. But good stuff. Eat some good food. Eat some whole, real food. You want to read scriptures about peace and memorize those, right? You want to pull them out in real-time situations. Pull them out. Pull them out like a blade and cut through the commotion of your life, right? The word of God is a double-edged sword. It cuts and it heals. So pull those scriptures out, pull those sayings out, pull those quotes out, and make them your weapons. You've got to turn your house into a sanctuary of peace. Peaceful things, peaceful sights, peaceful places, if your house is cluttered, maybe that's why you can't sleep. If you open up your closet and you got coats and shoes and boxes falling out, maybe it's time to give some of that stuff away. Seriously, make your house a place of peace. I cannot speak 
too much to this because it is so real. It is so true. I want to be a minimalist, but I'm not there yet. And I'm trying to have a minimalist mentality and aiming for that. And it's really, really helped me to cultivate and maintain a sense of peace in this house. Practice prayer outside of a crisis. Let me say that again. You've got to practice prayer outside of a crisis. Don't associate your prayer language with bailout or crisis mode. Lord, it's me again. Help me, Lord. doesn't mean that you don't ask the Lord to help you, but don't let that be the only time that God hears from you. Fellowship with God. Have a relationship with God and have a communal and peaceful and safe dialogue with the God who created you. If you only go to God in times of trouble, learn how to dote on God, how to praise God, right? It soothes my soul for me to just focus on God and focus on his excellence and the splendor of our King, right? Yes, I go to God with my issues, but try to have a relationship with God. Remember, you have direct access to the Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. So go to him. Exert your body and reward it with real uninterrupted rest. All right? Run, jog, do a couple of hit circuits, dance, dance by yourself, dance in a group, take an online dance class. When you're running and when you are tired and sweaty and you've done a really, really good workout, Reward yourself with a hot bath, a hot shower. Um, Hey, listen, we are adults (laughs) and we're going to normalize healthy conversations about sex. Sex is instrumental and vital to your peace. All right. Sex, self-sexual pleasure, all of that, as long as it is permissible to you. And I'm not going to get into that. You and God know what you should be doing and what you should not be doing and who you should be doing it with. But sex is very, very important for so many different reasons, physically, but also emotionally. And so get, yeah, (laughs) we're going to leave that alone. And thank you. (laughs) Listen, when you were a kid, they took us outside. The teachers took us outside and we had recess And when we came in, now this is a long, 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 long time ago. We came in from recess and what did we do? We had a little snack and we took a nap, okay? 
So you, you're older, but you still need to play. You still need to move your body. And then afterwards, you need to take a good bath, a hot shower, and rest. Prepare spaces in your life and in your house specifically for resting. Now, I know I said make your house a sanctuary and a place of peace, but this is a little bit different. I want you to get really specific. Get a favorite chair, your favorite blanket, accessorize places in your house that I would call places of rest, right? Rest stops, pit stops in your house and put some rest aids there like your favorite pillow, a soft throw, something there that could help you to rest and something that you could visually identify as your peace corner. Don't stifle your tears. Don't stifle your tears. Cry. Cry and take a nap. I I remember our very first episode of Consider the Lilies. We were so blessed to interview Pastor Lisa Yaboa, and she, in the month of November, was taking a November, um, like a, a sabbatical. And one of the things that she had on her schedule was to grieve. She had actually talked about she's going to set, she was going to set time aside to actually grieve. Just think about all the times that you've denied yourself the blessing of grief and getting that out of your system and allowing that process to occur after that. And just know that during that, your father, your God in heaven, your Holy Spirit is your comforter and God is not going to leave you there in that state. And after a big cry like that, and after I have thought about things in my life and I've just had that special moment with God, I was able to rest and take a nap. Some of us are at unrest in places of of just where our soul is kind of stirred because there's some issues that we need to deal with. I know it's not easy. I know that we do a lot to avoid some of these, I call them healthy breakdowns, but just know that God is holding you and ask him to walk you through that process and allow yourself to grieve. And after you do that, rest in his presence. Prioritize your gut health. I know I'm going back and forth here, but hey, listen, these are not in order of importance or, you know, my favorites. I'm just telling you what has worked for me and your gut health is so important, guys. Do some research on it. Again, I'm not a doctor, but I have been working on my gut health and have realized that the things that I was eating was preventing me from resting. They were worrying me and bothering me and my body was bothering me. You have to help your body. Let your body work with you, not against you or don't work against it. Eat lots of fiber. Drink water with lemon in it. Do a detox every now and then. Do some type of small um, form of of um, fasting. You know, fasting is for so many different reasons, spiritual reasons, but also physically. We need to give our stomachs and give our bodies breaks from eating all the time. You'll be okay. Just focus on some good tea and water and clean your body. Um, I'll, you know, gut health. Again, I'm not a doctor, but 
what you put in your body will kind of determine what happens in the bathroom. And a lot of us, again, we just don't have any peace because our body is going through so much turmoil. And you should try to get your rest by helping your body and eating the things that are optimal for your gut health. Hug your loved ones daily. Hug yourself. Hug yourself. And I know this is a tough time for us to hug. But if you can't hug anybody, first of all, I'm sending you a big hug. And then hug yourself. Look in the mirror and hug yourself. And I know, guess what? It's going to feel weird, isn't it? It feels weird sometimes to show ourselves love. But the way that we become at peace with who we are and who God has made us to be is maybe first accepting ourselves, hugging ourselves and embracing ourselves for who we are and not beating up ourselves for who we aren't. Studies show that a hug can reduce stress, right, to the receiver and the giver. It shows support. It's stress-reducing effects might work to keep you healthier. Hugs boost heart health. Hugs boost oxytocin, often called the cuddle hormone. And oxytocin is released and it reduces blood pressure and reduction of the stress hormone. Um, it reduces pain and fears. This is, this is science, but we know this to be true because we feel better even if you're not interested in the science of it, these hugs and embracing and acceptance makes us feel better, makes us breathe better, and we can find some peace there. Listen, drink your wine, have your cocktail, have a nightcap. All right. Remember what Paul said, all things that are permissible to me may not profit me. So if you and God got an understanding that you don't need to drink, then this tip is not for you. But for everybody else who, you know, <laughs> enjoys a glass of wine every now and then, do that do that. Get get your wine. <laughs> Keep and adhere to a household schedule. All right. A personal schedule. Use your tools. Use your calendars. All the little people in your life, they need to follow your schedule, your work life, your play life, your practices, dinner time. If dinner is at seven o'clock, and you need dinner to be seven because you know what you have to do after dinner, make sure that you don't compromise there and make sure that you prepare everything that you need to for dinner to happen at seven o'clock. A lot of times our personal unrest and our lack of peace is because of a lack of preparation, right? If your kids don't honor your schedules because uh, you don't, don't get upset with them. They're just doing what they see. 
Honor your schedule and your kids will honor your schedule and your family will honor your schedule. Take frequent walks between meetings, lunch break, put it in your calendar, right? Where a lot of us are working from home right now. And so it doesn't mean that you get more lax in upholding and upkeeping your schedule. In fact, this is an opportunity for you to improve. I'm about halfway there, guys. Pick stories in the Bible to read and research, watch videos, sermons, become your own Bible school teacher or Sunday school teacher. And a lot of us sometimes get overwhelmed because we see the Bible and the size of the Bible, and we have these goals that we have not yet obtained yet. And so kind of look at the Bible as a series of lots of stories and pick a story and just kind of dig deep into that story and understand the characters, understand the context and look at it like that instead of this unattainable goal of finishing this big book. From the Bible or from other things that you're reading, put those affirmations all around you. The Bible has a lot of wonderful things to say about you. Read those things and believe those things. Put those affirmations in your car, in your workspace, in your home. Make yourself a video, right? You can make content that is just personal and something for your eyes only. Speak life into yourself. Open your mouth, write it down and read it. And let this be your own personal meditation. Write down what you are grateful for. I always talk about my app presently. It is wonderful. I love it. Use something like that. And you'll find it as you continue to bless God and to be grateful and to affirm yourself that your peace will just continue to grow and grow and grow. Have a peace partner, right? We talk about having accountability partners for everything, and we never talk about having a peace partner. Who is that person? That person makes you feel good. That person knows what you're trying to do in your life, right? That person is on the same page with you. They are not toxic. Let me say that again. They are not toxic. They are uplifting. They are a kind and gentle person. Guys, can you just think of one person in your life that just always gives you good vibes? That needs to be your peace partner. Pour into them and fellowship with them. Sing, 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 sing.
call it supernatural and it makes me think of my king, my husband, who is my peace bringer. I just can't get enough of him and I can't get enough of this song either. Have some space to sing. Did you know that singing has the same physical effect on our bodies as exercise does? It releases endorphins. It's an aerobic activity, putting oxygen in the blood. Singing improves lung function. It stimulates the immune system, enhances memory in people with dementia. It helps with grief. It helps against sleep apnea. Can you believe that? Look it up. It brings a connection to other people. And then it's just pleasant. It's just pleasant to hear other people singing. It's pleasant to hear your own voice, whether you think you can sing or not. Open your mouth and sing your song. Sing a song that makes you happy. God gave everybody a voice. Everybody has different talents with that voice, but we're not talking about talent. We're talking about you using the instrument that God gave you to make you feel better. That's a personal thing. Don't try to be perfect. Don't try to sound like anybody else. Use the instrument that God gave you. Guys, you've got to limit your time with peace stealers. You know who they are. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and just throw up your hands now. I'm coming down your street. I'm honking my horn. Beep, beep. Peace stealers. And you know, everyone wants to say, oh, just cut people out of your life and get rid of them and change your number and all that. Sometimes it's not that easy. Some, some things are a little bit more complicated than that. Especially if God hasn't really given you permission to cut that person out of your life. If he's trying to craft and fashion grace and worketh grace in you and long suffering and patience and all of those those beautiful things that sometimes we don't get unless we are going through a trial and a, and a relationship that is a little bit sticky. So just limit your time with peace stealers and take charge of those relationships. Remember, Maya said, be a peace bringer. And so if God is still wanting you to deal with that person, every time you come in contact with them, be about your peace. Set and share your rules for interacting and engaging with you, right? Stagger your time spent. Be optimistic and model that behavior that you want to receive. If we come in the room bringing peace, then people will, you know, a lot of times that'll set the tone. Sometimes people are going to be who they are and people are going to continue to do what they do. But you do the right thing. You stand up for yourself, even when it's uncomfortable. It will be uncomfortable. But practice protecting yourself and protecting your peace. Go outside. Go outside, get some sunshine, especially in these cold days. Touch some water, touch a tree. 
Um, just feel the warmth of the sun on your face and on your skin. Even the cold air does something for me. If I'm outside, I take my mask off and I'm by myself and just smell that good, clean, crisp, cold air. It just helps me to focus on my breathing and become one with nature and become one with God um, and His creation. Filter your info. Filter your info. Everything that you read and everything that you hear is not the God's honest truth. (laughs) Filter your info. Everybody that's talking to you is not coming to you with the unbiased truth. Everybody has a stance. Everybody has a platform. Everybody has an opinion. Filter your info. Take everything with a grain of salt. All right. Unless God has already proven it to you several times over. Right. You have it's you. You are the captain of your own ship. You're the master of your faith, of your faith. You have the responsibility to decide what is reasonable. What is something that you're going to put in the bank? Right. Filter your info because guess what? Life is not going to filter things for you. Life is not going to filter it. So you've got to filter things for yourself. If you don't, then you invite yourself to be inundated by peace stealers, by people who you are allowing to come into your mind and come into your heart and implant their agenda and implant their thoughts and ideas that are counter sometimes to the truth that you know that God is placed inside of you. Master that. Master the art of filtering information. As we wrap this thing up, I hope that one thing that we've said here today is helping you to protect and prioritize your peace putting it on the calendar, holding yourself accountable, protecting your schedule, protecting your ears and your heart and the time that is so valuable that you can't get back. One of the last things that I want to just encourage you guys to do a couple of things is play. Get out and play. Play with your children. Play with your partner. Um, Outside, tennis is a good sport. Um, Games, board games. We just bought uh, headbands. Headbands are such a fun game. And just anything that could just kind of get you back to your youth, get you back to the age of innocence where you didn't have all these bills, where you didn't have all these worries and life wasn't so complicated. Um, Just get to a point where you are embracing youthfulness in yourself. It does not matter how old you are. I know some old acting, dead acting 25-year-olds, and I know some 72-year-olds that are firecrackers. Make the most of what God has given to you and play. Just because we're going through a pandemic or you're going through hardships in your life does not mean that you don't get to enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your 
assets, enjoy your friends and your family and your ability to move your limbs and to laugh and to create, to paint, whatever it is, whatever it is that was a beautiful memory of your childhood, try to do that again. Play hide and go seek. We do sometimes. In fact, we haven't played it in so long, but it's kind of hard in the house because when you're walking and running up and down the steps you can hear everybody but we used to play hide and go seek with the kids and it was so so fun we would turn all the lights off and just snicker and laugh and giggle and put our big old selves in the dryer how we did that I will never understand but we just had a good time and we continue to do things that allow us to be youthful and life is serious enough you gotta combat the seriousness and the vicissitudes of life with a little lightness, with a little laughter, and with a little jovialness, playfulness. You deserve it. Don't let anybody tell you that you're too silly, that you don't take yourself seriously, that you've come too far for that. Be a kid and forget what everybody else is talking about and have fun in your life. You might know someone that is in this situation, or the person that I'm about to describe might actually be you. When is the last time you created something for yourself, that you worked on a project for yourself, a drawing, something digital, a podcast, a video? Something, um, taking your pictures and making a digital scrapbook out of them. Um, Something that just really allows you to be creative. And it's not tied to work. So many people are just doing projects and everything that they're doing and spending their creative juices on is for somebody else. God gave you this energy and this beautiful mind to create things with your hands that not only other people can benefit from, but you can as well. And really first and primarily, right? So here's some things that I want to leave you to create that will really, really put you in a frame of mind of relaxation, of gratitude, of peace, and making that practice of creating content for yourself a priority. You can sing, you can write, you can write lyrics to a song, you can pick up a skill, pick up a skill that you had when you were younger that you put down because of life. You can create a blog and do the research and write for yourself. You can create a video blog or video vlog of just different things and share it with your family. If you're interested in sewing, 
find some information about sewing and take some pictures of the things that you've created. If you haven't been in sewing in a while, get back into it. Give your per- yourself permission to do the things that make you happy. Let me say that again. Give yourself permission to do the things that make you happy. That is okay. Who told you that you needed to be an adult, that growing up meant neglecting yourself, not prioritizing your peace and your happiness, right? Somebody told us, I'm not going to point any fingers, but that is a false narrative and that's not working for you. That's not working. So create things, even something as simple as getting into your child's watercolors and doing um, do some type of cute little painting exercise. They got all kinds of videos out, guys, where you can paint and follow somebody that's giving you a tutorial on YouTube. I had um, the pleasure of celebrating one of my closest friends' birthdays um, online. We had a virtual paint party and then she had a dance instructor and we were all doing Afro-Cuban dances um, via Zoom and it was just the most fun time and we painted and I just felt like a kid. You got to do those things for yourself and it is okay. I hope that this episode has helped to paint a picture for you that it is okay for you to prioritize your peace, that it's okay for you to let your hair down. Don't let your guard down, but let your hair down and relax and create moments and spaces and time in your calendar and in your heart for you to allow yourself to bring peace. If this was a party, I would want you to bring peace, right? I would say, hey, if you want to stop off and bring something, bring me a bag of peace. But if you don't have it for yourself, you don't have it to give. You cannot share what you don't have. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Consider the Lilies. I hope that there were some songs and some Uh, music and some things that were said in this episode that soothed your soul, that reassured you, that even gave you permission to sing and to hum and to whistle and to hug yourself and to believe in yourself and to affirm yourself. All of those things go into the pot to stir up your peace. They are all instrumental do me a favor, go to our Instagram page at Consider the Lilies Podcast on IG. And when you see the post for this episode, tell me if I missed something. Tell me if there is something that wasn't said here today that you do and that you practice and incorporate into your life that is really, really working. Because guess what we want to do? We want to help people. 
We want to help people. Life is too short to be mad all the time, to be angry, to be at a perpetual state of unrest, to be fighting with yourself, fighting against your family, fighting against your loved ones, fighting against the world. It is a fight and we do need to stand and we do need to put on the full armor of God. But it doesn't mean that we accept a life of misery and that we live a life void of hope and we live a life that isn't bringing peace to ourselves and to others. I know it's a balance. I know in some seasons it's easier said than done. But as you practice prioritizing your peace, and you have a plan for peace, and you make it a practice, you put it in your calendar, then it'll get easier. And it'll get easier as you are living a peaceful life once storms come and once hardships come, you'll still have a posture of peace. So it's not an answer to a situation. It is a posture It is a mindset and it is a way of life. It's something that I can say personally, I've made lots of strides in and I got a long way to go, but I've tried it and I remember how I used to be and I don't want to go back. How I used to be so offensive and defensive and self-damning and unaffirming and a hothead in different situations. I could go on and on, but I want that peace. I love, love the peace that's in my heart right now, and I just want to grow it, and I encourage you to prioritize it and to protect it because there's a lot of stuff out here that is designed, designed to steal your peace and your joy. God bless you. I pray that 2021 will be a year of peace and hope and love and prosperity for you. God bless you. Floodwaters await in our avenues. The sky slips low and gray and threatening. We question ourselves. What have we done to so affront nature? We interrogate and worry God. Are you there? Are you there really? Does a covenant between us still hold? Into this climate of fear, Christmas enters. Streaming lights of joy, ringing bells of hope, singing carols of forgiveness high up in the bright air. The world is encouraged to come away from rancor, come the way of friendship. We, we clap hands and welcome the peace of Christmas. We hear the sound. We welcome it. It is what we have hungered for. We beckon this good season to wait a while with us. We Baptists and Buddhists, Methodists and Muslims say, Come, peace. Come and fill us and our world with your majesty. We, the Jew and the Jainist, the Catholic and the Confucian, implore you, peace, stay a while with us, so we may learn by your shimmering light how to look beyond complexion and find humanity. Look beyond complexion and see community. 
We angels and mortals, believers and non-believers, look heavenward and speak the word aloud, peace. We look at our world and speak the word aloud, peace. We look at ourselves and then into our each other and speak the word aloud, peace, my brother, peace, my sister, peace, my soul. This is Consider the Lilies.